the college basketball experience, American athletic conference. Yes. The AAC season preview for 2023 and 24 episode on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by game time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use the promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download the game time app. Use that promo code. Once again, CFBX for $20 off. Rasa brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the underdog pickup in college or NFL and win up to 20 times the amount of money you can enter in one game. Plus, every single uh every single Sunday they're giving away 100k. Yes, use the promo code SGPN and Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to $500. Rasa brought to you by Vison. Yes, the channel. Check it out. V S I N. Sign up now and save 40% off with their football season special when you use the promo code SGP. Once again, vison.com slash subscribe. Promo code SGP. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. What's up, everybody? This is Cameron Krog from Loyola Chicago Ramblers, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Shout out to the Broad Stop. Thank you, guys. For 2022-23 season preview, I am super excited to talk about this conference because I think you make a case. Hey, Houston, no longer in the conference to run away with it. Also, remember Wichita State in the chat. We already talked. Remember Wichita State, part of the AAC. I think if you think AAC football, no Navy. We got Wichita State in, and uh, also the Cincinnati Bearcats gone. UCF gone to the Big Twelve. Subscribe to the Big Twelve Experience uh, if you want. If you want to hear about that, but at the same time, man, did the AAC stay aggressive getting some teams? We're going to talk all about it. But probably you're you're probably wondering who the hell you're listening to, and that's fair. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dad, aka Pick. Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. Yes, that clip is from uh, the city of Charlotte city council meeting. Believe it or not, do do yourself a favor and uh, look up David Thompson, YouTube city council meeting, Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, And look, Charlotte is a new team in the AAC. Yes, the Clits, the 49ers, they're in. We're going to talk a little bit about about them, about everything else. Uh, I am joined by my co-host. Look. This guy, I think, you know, he's excited to see a couple of those teams join the Big 12 because he hosts the Big 12 experience, which you should be subscribed to. But also, 
you know, he loves the AAC, the, the brand new AAC and the teams that are entering. Yep. So give it up for former, former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin host of the big 12 college experience host of the Ryan and rush show. I give you Ryan McIntyre, AKA Moneyline Mac. How you doing brother? Oh man. I'm fired up for this league. I mean, we got FAU Memphis, arguably maybe the best game of the NCAA tournament last year. That's featuring the top two teams in this new look. Ruined my bracket. That ruined my bracket yeah. that game. But yes. <laughs> no doubt. And you got East Carolina. Maybe oh, a sleeper I, team here. <laughs> I think this is a lot like the WCC, where you know you have yeah. some good basketball being played, but you know there's one real yeah. powerhouse, and that is uh <laughs> Ah, oh, we're gonna be hearing a lot of that song this year because we are gonna be fucking <laughs> awesome. I, uh, we're also joined by third man in the booth. Look, shout out to the people watching on YouTube. You see the sweet graphic. You get the you get the basketball hoop. All right, we're working on it. Look, it's brand new. We got a brand new look. YouTube.com/slash the college experience. Subscribe. Tell a friend. But we are joined by the host of the college baseball experience. All right, and someone that he told me privately he thinks ECU could be a Sweet 16 team this year. I buy into what he's doing. I gave you Noah Beanick. How you doing, brother? What's up with the setup here? Yeah, there we go. There we go. And I'll do this. How's yeah. it going, guys? We're still working through a couple of the kinks. You know, this yeah. is only set only set up for a two man set. We already got Max Duncan, so I'll remove, oh, yeah. remove the hoop. You know, <laughs> this conference. I, I think this is probably going to be one of Max sweet spots because you look at this thing and there's eight coaches that are either in their first or second years at the institution. So of the 14 teams, I think, I think coaching experience is really going to be important in this conference. Well, that let's could talk about crazy. that. Let's talk about that. Cause look, they lose Houston, UCF and Cincy, but they gain a final four team in Florida Atlantic. They gain, uh, you know, UAB, which I think probably deserved to make the tournament a couple of those years, because they're in CUSA and didn't win the thing. Uh, they also gain North Texas, who has been a very good school the past couple of years. They also gain UTSA who sucks ass and the, the clits of Charlotte. And is that everybody? Am I forgetting one rice? The owls who, yeah, this conference is the, the owl conference because you have the temple owls, the Florida Atlantic owls and the rice owls. So uh, we pretty much have, have the owl bird covered. Great. Very original. You fucking losers that uh, give yourselves <laughs> names. Uh, there's so many animals out there. You just punt on. There's no, there's no uh, whooping cranes. You know, there's no, uh, you know, there's a lot of fucking animals that we're just leaving off the board here. Just, just for don't the take it out on the owls though. There's like one other owl team in the country in Kennesaw state. And that's uh, dude, it, right? Yeah, but still that what owls, tigers, unoriginal. Take it out on the wildcats nope. or the bulldogs. Yeah. No <laughs> moose. No, there's no, there's no fucking moose out there. Come on. Come what the on, hell's family. going on here? You got no moose. You got, you got no, you, there's a lot of animals that are just left off the board here. You know, what about the skunks? That'd be a great fucking name, right? The porcupines. Come on. Look, I'm really disappointed by uh, modern day creativity. And then look, you have a lot of opportunities to change your name. You're going to go with the fucking commander. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway. Um, who are the commanders? Yeah. Who are the command? Never they're, heard. Of they're going to change the name again. They're getting yeah. fined again. Well, how about the wizards? Yeah. They're like, we got, we're going to get rid of the bullets. <laughs> we're going to get rid of the bullet. You know what? DC back in the nineties led the, led the country in murder rate. 
So let's change the name bullets because a lot of people watch the games and that inspires them to go kill people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew that, but Rex Chapman is a uh, gateway yeah. gateway into killing, killing five people. Um, but uh, look, then they go with the wizards, which, you know, not, that's not racist, right? What's the head of the KKK called? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just trying to figure that out. But uh, anyway, you know, well, we want the bullets name back anyway, folks, look, we're going to talk about the AAC bunch of brand new co- uh, teams coming in. It's going to be a very fun conference. I think you could argue with FAU coming in. Houston's never gone as far as FAU. Nope. I mean, recently, I mean, back to the Drexler Hakeem Olajuwon days. Uh, But you know, North, if North Texas can stay at that level, if UAB, maybe they got better. Maybe they got better. Who knows? We'll talk all about it. But before we do all that, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience, AAC season preview is brought to you by the game time app. Yes. Buying tickets to your favorite events. Shouldn't be that stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all things. Basic sports, music, comedy, theater, whatever, whatever's near you. With killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll be having at the event you're going to. You can start doing Jaeger bombs and stop stressing. All right, let's go. All right, forget planning months in advance. What's that ever got anybody? All right, that's come on. Uh, I could go on and on about that, but uh, look, the game time guarantee means you always get the best price. And it's a great offer here. If you find tickets in the same section of row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference, people. So, snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, you know, create an account, use the promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create that account, redeem that code CFBX for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. You can win up to 20 times the amount of money you enter in one single game by going five for five. All right. So from now until October 4th, Underdog is matching 100% of the first deposits up to $500. Woo. And every Sunday, guess what? They're giving away 100 grand. <laughs> what are you doing, folks? 100 grand? All right, you can finally move out of that shithole apartment you've been in for five years. And old Linda left you because you couldn't get out of the apartment selling vacuums door to door. Right? Jump over here, get a hundred grand. All right, look, and not only that, they have two million dollars in prizes they're giving out for all season long. Hundred k in prizes each week. Ten k to ten people randomly. All right, maybe you don't hit for the hundred k. You could use the ten k buy yourself a friggin' LeBaron. All right, drive around town. All the scattered ass be looking at you. You got a lot of great opportunity. All right. So watch along, make your picks and maybe make a little extra cash on underdogs, mobile app or, or website underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's underdog fantasy promo code S G P N. All right. We are back. We are back. Shout out to the Wes Unsel talk. Shout there out to the West. That's my guy. That's my guy. Might have went to a basketball camp with him. Great story. Hey. If we're gonna talk West Unsel, and I know I'm I'm supposed to keep it tight, but damn it, I like talking about West Unsel. All right, you struck a nerve, struck a chord, whatever they say. What uh, one time Manute Bull was not paying attention in practice when they were studying film, and uh, West Unsel got super pissed. 
He went over to Manute Bowl and lifted him up, and forgetting that he's seven foot seven, his head went through the fucking ceiling. Great <laughs> fucking story. It's out there. The Washington Post covered it in the eighties. I grew up in the D.C. area. I know about it. I know about it. All right, Wes Unsel, legend. Um, hey, Colby, uh, real quick before we dive into this, let's uh, let's shout out the Conference USA postseason run last year. Whoo, FAU Final whoo, Four. UAB and North Texas were in the NIT finals together. And then Charlotte won the CBI. So yeah. literally conference USA cleared the table and then they all went jump ship to the American. So that, well, that's what I'm that's, saying. Like you can Ameri- make it, you can make the argument yes. that the, that the AAC kind of, imp- I know Houston's like, we think Houston's a power and a power for years to come Yes, since he hasn't been the same since Huggins slash, uh, slash Cronin. yeah. Cronin left. Yeah. And then you, UCF has kind of been, you know, Doc has got them playing the best they've ever been, but it's still, it's still not a powerhouse. Um, Now for football, it's a different story, but that's that's also why I say like a lot of people might say that Florida Atlantic, you know, it's going to be a huge step up. They might not live up to the pressure. They played pretty good caliber. Like the conference USA at the top was pretty dang good and probably better than the American at the top last year. Yes. Cause the American had a little bit more depth than and Western Kentucky USA. was super talented, but Stansbury couldn't coach himself out of a fucking paper bag. All right. And look, middle middle yeah. Tennessee too. Yeah. Blue Raiders, yeah. man. So, but look, we had news this off season, Ron, uh, dirty Sanchez, the, the former head coach of the Charlotte clits. Uh, he randomly leaves you know, resigns and joins Tony Bennett's staff, which we was a part of previously. The only thing I could deduce from this, and maybe I'm full of shit over here, but I was telling, I was talking to my brother about this. I was like, was he, is Tony Bennett pulling a J Wright potentially? And he doesn't like the current landscape of college sports. And yeah. maybe after this year, will Tony Bennett leave the program to dirty Sanchez? You know, uh, is it possible? I think it, I think it's certainly possible because it doesn't make much sense to me because he was an assistant and he left for Charlotte. Charlotte won the CIT or whatever it was, C- CTI, right? Uh, and and CBI. now CBI, whatever. Yeah, CBI. He jumps back. Yep. He jumps back, and I was like perplexed by that move. I'm like, wait, what, Mac? What do you think? What do you think is at the core of this? I, I definitely think that's in play. J- uh, Tony Bennett's kind of a guy that is just like Jay Wright, where these older school guys don't really like the portal. You got to worry about your, your, your player being happy, your, your player's mom being happy, your player's cousin being, everybody's got to be happy. Got to kiss their ass all the time so that they don't go in the portal and they still may go in the portal, even if they are happy, just, just for fun. Um, but also maybe he saw the writing on the wall a little bit at Charlotte. I know they had a good year, but maybe jumping up to, uh, a different level. He's maybe was like, I don't know if we can compete right away. I'm going to go back to Virginia where I know we're going to be good, consistent. Um, but I think, I think the Tony Bennett thing definitely is in play. Yeah, I think it is personally. I think that let's just jump right yes. into Charlotte CBI champions, 22 yep. and 14, nine and 11 in conference USA a season ago. Um, they did lose Bryce Williams. who was a fucking stud for them. Also Ali uh, Khalifa. Gone. Also, Montre Gibson. Gone. They do add Deshaun Jackson from Washington State. Um, Jackson uh, was solid at Washington State. Big man. Also, they added uh, man. <laughs> uh, there you go. <laughs> Aria Araslav. I, I think the eye is silent. I got no fucking idea what I'm doing here, guys. Uh, Nyagu, the transfer from the USC Trojans. Any idea if that name is even close to being correct? 
Maybe. The eye we'll is see. silent, right? Or am I just am I just just trying to not uh, pronounce something with an eye? Possibly. I don't. Um, I don't think I could do better. Yeah. Well, Sterling Young comes in from from uh, Pratt, not Pitt, Pratt University. Also, Dean Reiber from Rutgers. Reber might be Reber. Uh, Nick Rickhart comes in from uh, Zionsville. He's a transfer. But no, he went to Zionsville High School. Okay, I don't know. Um, but uh, here we are. I'm shocked at how late the Sanchez left. Makes me think the cupboard might be a little more empty than he than he than we realize. But um, they return Patterson, their guard, ten points a game a season ago. They got Folks back as well. That's you know he was a contributor, five points a game. He's projected to start Isaiah Folks. They also have uh, Jackson Threadgill, great, great name. Played about thirty minutes a game a season ago. Six six, uh, you know, guard slash forward. Um, who who also, I feel like could be a solid contributor to this year. They also have uh, their big men Jackson coming in from Wazoo, and Igor Milicic coming. Uh, I mean, who uh, played twenty one and a half minutes a game a season ago for him, seven point seven points per game. Um, Kurt, I, this is one. This is a hard read for me. This is a hard read for me because I want to fade them on the first thought of Sanchez leaving, but I don't think their roster is terrible. So it's like, okay, I'm going to probably expect regression, but you know, it wouldn't shock me, but uh, what do you, what do you, what do you make of the clits here? Uh, Max? So, so the situation is very familiar for me. This kind of reminds me of West Virginia. I mean, with, with Josh taking over for hugs, middle of the summer, they promote uh, Aaron Fern. I mean, he was an assistant for Sanchez. They, these teams are the hardest to gauge just because we've seen it sometimes with Rodney Terry last year, where they rally around the interim coach and they and they go on a run. I would say probably middle of the league. Um, I, I definitely not going to be top tier, even if things were all uh, everything was good with Sanchez, but. I, I think that they're going to be a little better than the national narrative, just because I think they will rally. They're an older group um, and they won 22 games last year. I know they lost a couple of pieces, but they did retain a majority of their role guys. So I think they'll, I think they'll be around 500. Noah, what do you make of the clits? You think they're, they, they could, uh, you know, surprise in 2023, 24. Um, like you mentioned, the, the top two scores dipped once the uh, Ron Sanchez news came out. Mm-hmm. Um, starting five still shows four returning players that averaged 18 or more minutes. So to max point, they did a good job at just containing the chaos and only losing two guys to honestly power programs now and Nebraska in the big 10 and now the big 12 BYU Cougars. So um, there's plenty of front court depth on this team. Um, but the top three returning guards. There are some big uh, outside of their top three returning guards. There's some big time question marks here for me. If there's any injury in the backcourt for this team, I think they might be in some trouble. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of think they'll be towards the back of the AAC this year. Um, It's kind of a, it's also like if they get off to a slow start, do they kind of mail it in just because it's an interim deal? Um, or do they rally? I mean, it's, it's an interesting deal. It's just like West Virginia. Um, honestly. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well let's get over and talk about the real school in North Carolina, the real school really in America <laughs> folks. And uh, that is the East Carolina pirates. We need 
I really believe this team is going to be a thorn in the side of everyone in this league this year. And I was really impressed with Mike made the Schwartz be with you in year one, 16 and 17 overall six and 12 ninth in the American. But I thought they were super competitive in a lot of games and uh, they covered for us a lot. And I know Williams arena is going to be rocking this year, but I really love, they brought out, they brought in uh, Mark Adams. All right. Might've said some controversial shit in Lubbock. Who knows? But he, uh, he can coach defense. I can tell you that. And going out and getting him for uh may the may the shorts be with you, I think is a great look to help this team's identity. And I thought we fucking destroyed the transfer portal by bringing in Bobby Pettiford from Kansas and Cam Hayes, formerly of NC State slash LSU. Oh, guys. I mean, should we just give us the AAC championship now? Because I feel like everyone's talking. FAU. Everyone's yep. talking, you know, uh Memphis, Penny Hardaway. Everyone's talking Wichita State or or UAB. When everyone's forgetting about this team that's just, you know, I feel like uh they're just loaded. I think every team that comes in to Williams Arena is gonna be thinking this. I'm dying in this fucking country ass fucked up town. Shit flying in my mouth. The fuck? I can't see pollen. Let's get the fuck out of this country, mother. I mean, that's the reality. That's going to be happening <laughs> um, because ECU is going to be dominating. Tell me why we shouldn't sprinkle a little, little money on ECU to win the AAC, Mac, because I am convinced that the defense. Look, uh, you got Pet- Pettiford coming in from K- KU, right? You got RJ Felton. You got Jaden Walker. You got Brandon Johnson. You got Ezra. The big man that did it last year, and I thought he's going to be improved. He was only a freshman last year. Uh, then you add in Cam Hayes too. Get the fuck out of here! Just give, I, I think we're. I actually believe this is a team that can make the NCAA tournament. It's a team that can make the NCAA tournament. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I was actually talking to No before you got on, and I'm not just saying this because you're an ECU guy and we're buddies, but I love Swartz, uh, defensive guy from Rick Barnes. You bring Mark Adams in. This team bought in last year. You mentioned it. I think a way to kind of look at a team that could take a little bit of a jump. They were 16 and 17, but they won 20 plus games against the spread. They were competitive. They lost some close games in league play. Well coached bringing Pettiford from Kansas. Yes. I think this is a top four or five team in this league. And and this may turn into a four or five bid league. I mean, this is a good league and I think they're right there. I am telling you, I really feel good about this. You get Houston out of there. You get, uh, you know, for some reason we always had trouble with UCF. I feel like, but we get them out of yeah. there, and now we, you know, I think, you know, we can have one of the better home court environments in this conference. So, uh, look, I mean, no, I know before before you give your take on ECU, look, a lot, you got to know something about the DNA of ECU because when you're at East Carolina, you go for it every time. Or you don't coach at East Carolina, you don't come to East Carolina, you don't play at East Carolina with a weak heart. Write it. There we go. It's been written. ECU to win the AAC. Noah, <laughs> tell me why that's accurate. Well, it's accurate because this defense is going to be outstanding. Um, yeah. You got. We've already hammered the point home, but Mark, the addition of Mark Adams just makes it that much better. 
the part where like, maybe I'm not 100% bought into this team. Why they started slow. So many games last year, there was, I mean, it was year one, one. It was year one. I, I know, but there was, there was one highlight, one clip of a game. A dude goes running past the bucket and there's nobody in the paint. <laughs> I remember that to go to the, go to the corner to shoot a three ball. Uh, the offense is a bit questionable for me, but I'm, I'm totally bought into the defense and you can definitely win some games with a top three defense in this. Co- I love, they won the portal, dude. They really won the portal. Like, they did. And they, they're starting five. I mean, you, you look at these guys, the only guy that doesn't have 28 or more minutes returning or 22 or more minutes returning from last year is Pettiford who comes over from Kansas. And he was only not playing because Dewan Harris is one of the best point guards in the country. Yes. Yeah. I'm telling you, we're going to, we're going to be nasty. Like fade us at your own, at your own cost. Hey, uh, when you play uh North Texas, is it going to be first one to 40 wins? Yeah. Basketball's <laughs> yeah. back, baby. Four, <laughs> yeah. Let's go four corners <laughs> offense. Let's go. Uh, let's hop on over though. But I mean, I feel really good about this and look, everyone is hyping FAU and rightfully so. Yeah. I'm telling you they're losing when they come, when they come to Greenville. Hey, South Carolina goes to Greenville this year. That's a good spot. That's Loss. a good spot. A little money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go back to go, go back to Columbia. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let's jump on over to those owls that everyone wants to talk about. Florida Atlantic, great run for Dusty May. And I thought one of the best things is they raised the they got their NIL collective going and they really didn't lose much. Michael Forrest was the only one they lost. Remember, this was a young team a year ago. I thought this team would get plucked apart by the portal. I'm so glad. It's so refreshing in this day and age to see everyone in tune and come back. Holy shit. Thank you, world. Because, you know, this never happens. This never happens. And I think it's awesome. Yep. And, and, you know, the only thing is, I think they'll lose at East Carolina. You know, that's, that's <laughs> it. But I think this team is very good. Um, obviously, they were a great story a year ago. The question is, is can they can they improve from what they were a year ago? Uh, Nick Boyd back. Brian Green uh, Greenlee was a stud in the tournament. Elijah Martin, John L. Davis actually was like the the leader on the team. Uh, and then the big man, Vladislav Golden. Remember the cheap shots? People say cheap shots left and right. Brandon Weatherspoon was a stud in the, in the run. They got Jalen Gaffey. They got Rosado back. Just a team that's loaded top to bottom. You know, I was on Memphis to beat them. I ate shit. My bracket got ruined. That game was fantastic. And you know, if you got to wonder what happens if they don't, and they had an unbelievable record in close games. They had an unbelievable record in close games a year ago. I don't have it in front of me, but I remember that was that was huge. To return key players from a team that was that good in close games, I think only speaks to like I don't think that's a stat that changes from year in to year out. If you keep your core intact, I think that only gets better or you know, stays the same or gets better. So mm-hmm. I'm all in. I, I do think, you know, it's hard to get to like I'm not I'm not saying there'll be a final fourth team this year because I do think now they have a target on them. But I do think this is an NCAA tournament team, and I think they're capable of getting to the Final Four or national championship. Um, it's going to be fascinating to watch and see what they can build on, because I love a team coming out of the blue and becoming a, a full-on basketball school. You know, Mac, what do you think of this team? Obviously, kind of like everybody, I I love it. I mean, love this everything that college basketball stands for is FAU. I mean, to put in perspective, they're playing in the Jimmy V Classic this year, and they're playing Arizona in Vegas. Like a year ago, if you had said, Hey, FAU is going to be playing 
Arizona in Vegas, and then they're going to be playing in the Jimmy V fucking classic at the garden against Illinois. You would have said I was, I was crazy, but uh, no, I mean, it just shows you how far Dusty Mays brought this program. I don't think they're going to run the table. Like a bunch of people are going to say, honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if uh, they didn't win the regular season because they're going to get literally everybody's best punch like Duke and North Carolina and Kansas and all the blue bloods in their leagues because they have the target on their back, but they're going to be in the dance again and they can make another run once they get there. Cause it's, they're going to probably go through the motions a little bit in the regular season. knowing we just need to get back to the dance and we can turn it on again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited to watch that. I might even go to that game in Vegas. No, what do you make? Yeah. No, what do you make of the owls? I'm, I'm bought in. Um, I was listening to Dusty May was on John Rothstein's podcast and he was like, look, the pressure and expectations, no doubt are much higher this year, but they're taking it as like, Hey, they're now in a new conference. They're going to all these new venues. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's new to them. Like the expectations uh, they're saying they, they won't be thinking about the expectations as much as enjoying the new experiences in all the other buildings and cities. So that's what they're really looking forward to this year. And I, I, I can kind of buy into that. And this team, like we mentioned, everybody knows they didn't lose much and they dominated turnover battles last year. Um, if, if you're winning that category, which can be a little bit of a fluky category, but that definitely translates to wins. Yeah. Yeah. Now look, I mean, it's going to be fascinating to watch this conference, especially at the top of the conference, because the team that they barely got past is the Memphis Tigers. And I couldn't think of more contrast. So you have, uh, you have a, they met a year ago and now they're going to be conference foes and hopefully this rivalry heats up, but yeah, I mean, it's not a rivalry, but hopefully it develops into a rivalry, but then you have the angle that FAU keeps everybody. It's, it's, you know, no one's transferring. We're buying into the culture. And then you have Penny Hardaway in Memphis where, holy hell. I mean, I need a tie. I need a fucking Tylenol and a Jaeger bomb just to go through this fucking, uh, just to go through this transfer portal list. Uh, but you know, Memphis is back and uh, you know, Penny, I think got, that was a tough loss. It was a tough way to lose. Remember they were dribbling the ball up the court yeah. with the lead. Um, yes. Kendrick Davis is gone though. Who was a stud Keontae Kennedy, the UTEP transfer was a, was a key player gone. Elijah McFadden or uh, I'm sorry, Elijah McCaden uh, gone. Alex Lomax gone. Malcolm Dandridge gone. Demario Franklin gone. All those guys gone. That, but th- this is insane. What I see here is just insane. <laughs> it's absolutely fucking insane. All right? You got a batting order coming in uh, from the portal <laughs> and they bring in like really good players, man. Like really fucking yeah. good. How fast can they gel? Javon Quinterly from Alabama. Wasn't he previously at Villanova? Uh, he comes in Caleb Mills, who was once the AAC player of the year yep. from Houston. We went to Florida state. Now he's at Memphis. Jonathan Pierre comes in from Nova Southeastern. You figure that one out. Jordan Brown from Louisiana. He was a stud at Louisiana. We're aging Cajuns. David Jones from St. John's. I think we all liked his game at some point. Yep. Uh, Jaquan Walton from Wichita state in conference, Nick Jordan from temple in conference, Jalen young, who was a who played really well at UCF, who was previously in conference jumps in. I mean, holy shit. Then they bring in some, some big time freshmen too. I mean, 
I don't know how much we'll see JJ T- Taylor or uh, Ashton Hardaway, but I mean, this team should be really good. They still re- did we get a waiver? Did they get a waiver on DeAndre Williams? Do we have that yet? They're still waiting. On They're that. still okay. waiting on that. That's a big. That's a big if. With Even if he's yeah. not available on yeah. paper, this team is fantastic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they still have Jaden Hardaway, Penny's son, right? And then they still have. Uh, Malcolm Dandridge. I mean, how fast can they? This is basically like this is kind of like Colorado situation in football. You know what I mean? It's like they brought in all these fucking studs. I or Ole Miss. They're kind of like Ole Miss in football because Ole Miss's whole team is like transfers. I feel like they could be. They probably should be. You know, the favorite based off of athletic talent. To win yep. the conference, FAU maybe continuity. This is what's great about this. You're going to see just a clash of styles, uh, of of really, you know, where what you want out of your program. What is your program? Penny's been using the portal like crazy. Dusty May, no, these guys are my guys. Are coming up, so it's going to be fantastic to watch. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think you could see FAU struggle a little bit in Memphis. Maybe Memphis wins it besides, you know, when they, when they go to ECU. So Mac, talk to me about the Memphis Tigers. We Tigers on this podcast. What do you think of this, of this team? Uh, Obviously a very talented team. Uh, They've been talented the last two years. And I think it clears up for them now that Houston, Houston's kind of been a thorn a little bit um, in their way of winning the American. So I think they feel like right place, right time. They're going to find a way and get this league now. Um, but by the stranglehold, I'm looking at the schedule right now, them and FAU play twice in the last five games. So get those circled right on the calendar. Can't wait for those games as, as talented as they come, but Penny's teams have been so up and down. I don't think he could do it over an 18 game season and win a regular season, but I think he could definitely win the tournament. And once they get to the big dance, go on a run. I mean, this, this roster is a top 10 roster in the country. Yeah. And Kip C is right. I think Memphis gets, gets, uh, Dennis Gates in Missouri. I think it's the first week of the season. If not, uh, it's in the first two weeks of the season. So yeah, that will a little, be a uh, border battle. Yep. Yeah. That'll be a fun game to watch. Noah, what do you make of Memphis? So I'm not questioning the talent here. Um, however, I question the coach and I think this team that they've had talent every year and I think they've underwhelmed and not met expectations. And I, Went with Jekyll first with Florida Atlantic. Now we go to Hyde. This team was 351st, 308th, and 331st the last three seasons in turnover rate. I, I, I can't get there with Memphis. I mean, you think they're going to be a tournament team, though, right? I, by I'm not by. I, yeah, by. I think they're a top three, top four team in the AAC that probably gets them into the tournament. But I think they're. Right there, like the last few years, they lost to Boise State and or they beat Boise State and then lose. No, to they Gonzaga. beat Boise, lost yeah, to they Gonzaga. Challenged Gonzaga. Yeah. Um, and then they were a nine seed and they lost or eight seed and lost to Florida Atlantic. I I don't think their ceiling's any higher than a seven seed, to be honest. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know. I mean, I still think they're gonna be in the mix for a championship, regular season championship in the one seed. I think they'll be uh, in that mix. Yeah, their schedule is insane. By the uh, way, yeah. they play. They got Vir- <laughs> they got Virginia. They got Clemson. They got A and M. They're coming to VCU. They go to Ole Miss. Uh, they're in the battle for Atlantis, and they're at Missouri. Oh, holy shit! Getting hey, that you want to? 
when conference play starts, it ain't going to be a hard <laughs> test. No, say, oh, we're okay. know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's jump over and talk about North Texas who won the NIT a year ago, 31 and seven, 16 and four. Then once again, they were in the CUSA and uh, you know, this is a team. Grant McCaslin now is at Texas tech, but his assistant is taking over in Ross Hodge. Sounds like boss hog, but you know, Ross Hodge, um, Tyler Perry's gone. He was fucking amazing. Uh, also Kai Huntsbury's gone. Same with uh, uh, Usamain. Uh, all three were s- big time players for this program. Now they were able to, you know, uh, utilize the portal. I think pretty damn well. Rondell Walker comes in from TCU. Uh, Robert Allen also from Ole Miss. Uh, John Bugs from UTSA in conference. CJ Nolan from Oklahoma, and Jason Edwards from Dodge City coming in from Dodge City. Uh, I mean, I know this is going to be like a, a a brand new team essentially, but I kind of like them staying with the assistant or staying yeah. with you know someone that's running the program, like they're familiar with how it was ran before. Um. But they got a lot of things to figure out as far as team wise. But they they do return Aaron Scott, Sissoko. Um, they have some guys that are familiar with the culture that he wants to have. Um, I kind of think they're going to be. I kind of think they're going to be like must watch in in the conference because I feel like they 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 are talented enough with the transfers they brought in to potentially be a hard team to beat night in night out. Now I don't think they'll make the NCAA tournament or anything this year, but I think they're. It's going to be fun to see. Uh, Hodge in year one. What, what do you make of this team, Mac? I actually I like this team. I, I think they're solid, and I like that they bumped up Ross Hodge because he was every he was there every step of the way with uh, Grant McCaslin. Um, he was the anchor of that defense, defensive coordinator. He's a junior college guy. He's used to building a new roster year in and year out. He had to do it at the JUCO level at Midland and Paris Junior College. I trust the culture of this program. It's another just I'm gonna I'm gonna blindly trust the culture that they're gonna find a way to win 18, 19 games this year, maybe 20. So that that's how I feel about the mean green. Yeah. Noah, what do you think about the mean green there in Denton, Texas? Yeah. I told you uh, this conference, there's eight coaches that are in either in their first or second year. Hodge is one of them. However, he was like Mac said, the mastermind of this defense. And I'm going to tend to lean on Mac when it comes to coaching and looking at the projected start of five, starting five here, they've got four seniors and a junior. Mm -hmm. I am kind of on the uh, positive side here with North Texas. I think they're going to be another scrappy team. And I I think it's going to probably, they're going to find themselves right next to East East Carolina, wherever these final standings are uh, laid out. So uh, a big player to watch here. I I think it's, it's probably Ruben Jones, the point guard Um, 27 minutes last year. Uh, average six points and three rebounds. You look for him to step up in that Tyler Perry role. Yeah, Tyler Perry. Yeah, correct. He is now at Kansas State. Um, and we know they're going to defend. They like they, their defense is going to yeah, carry them correct. for at least five hundred. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be fun to watch, man. Love those defensive teams. Uh, let's jump on over and talk about the Rice Owls. Who, who, who? We're a darling of mine. In certain game, I think I hit on a big money line with them, and they were like a double-digit dog last season. Uh, they were 19 and 16 a year ago, eight and 12 in the conference USA went to the second round of the CBI. Uh, Scott Parra was it against Western Kentucky. You hit a couple yes. against, yes. it might've been, toppers. yeah, it might've been, been that. It might've been that. Yeah. 
Um, look, they lose uh, Oliveri. Uh, they, they averaged almost 19 points a game for them a year ago, but that was really their only loss. They go out. They bring in Noah Shelby from Vanderbilt. They bring in Sam Alahiki Ala from uh, Cal, Golden Bears. Gardner Webb transfer and Anthony Selden comes in, and a bunch of other freshmen that they are excited about. But you return Travis Evie. This guy was very good for them last year. Uh, so you got to like that. They also return Makai Mason. Um, even bring back Max Fielder or Fiedler. I'm sorry. Um, and uh, you gotta, I kind of, you know, the thing that was hard for me about rice, they were fucking all over the place for me. Yes, like, as the, as, yeah, I hit on them with, with some double digit dogs, I think once or twice. But also, I think I got killed on them a couple of times where it was like, oh, Rice, I saw this team play. They're good. And then out of nowhere, they give us a, just a, a nice lemon. Um, I tend to think, though, that like team might be better than it was a year ago. Yeah. So I tend to think they're going to be on the middle of the pack in the, in the brand new AAC. What, what do you make of this team, Mac? Yeah, I mean they bring in two uh high major transfers in Shelby and, and Alakchi. Um I, I I like this team. I, I definitely think this is a middle to top half of the league team. Uh Scott Scott Para has done a good job. He's entering his seventh season. He's kind of built it year by year and gotten a little better every year. They're knocking on the door of a twenty win season finally. Um yeah, I I I, I kind of like this team as well headed into this year. Noah. Are the Rice Owls the best, second best Owls in the AAC? <laughs> so are they better than Temple? Uh, yeah, I, I think I think they are. Um, I hope so, <laughs> for their I, sake. <laughs> like we've said, I like the Shelby edition, and he's the only one in this projected starting five that doesn't have twenty-four minutes or more average mm-hmm. per game last year. So this is another roster, another. Uh, team that brings back a lot of experience. Um, and this is one of the more grizzled veteran coaches in Scott Para in his seventh season. So I, I think this is more of a middle of the road American uh, conference team here. All right. We move along to the Mustangs of SMU, which I am fascinated. First off last season in the AAC, they're jumping to the ACC uh, next year. Rob Lanier's in year two came over from Georgia state a year ago. Uh, they lose Natal, uh, Zach Natal. They're, they're they're one of their better players. They also lose uh, what was it? How do I pronounce his name again? Odigi, I think it is. Uh, gone. Odigi, yeah, yeah. But they brought in some guys that I like. Chuck Harris from Butler. I don't know what it was last year. It just didn't work. I think Chuck Harris is a solid basketball player. Um, they also bring in uh, Denver Anglin from uh, Georgetown, who at times I thought you know showed some flash. Tyreek Smith from Oklahoma State, B.J. Edwards from Tennessee, Jaheem Hudson from Georgia State. Obviously, Lanier's familiar with him. Um, and Hudson, you know, did average ten point one points a game a season ago in the Sun Belt. They still have Samuel Williamson, who's thirty five years old. I feel like. Uh, Zurich Phelps also back as well. 17 and a half points a game uh, a season ago. I mean, call me crazy. I need to see the Lanier like coach. Like, I think he did a decent job at Georgia state and it's a different level. I kind of, I kind of think 
this team is talented. I kind of think this yeah. team could be like the the one team. If we, you know, I know we're going to get to our surprise teams. This could be one of them to me. It, it, I need to see more out of Lanier. I thought SMU gave him a contract a little early. I wanted to see him consistently do this at, at Georgia State, but I'm kind of sold on this team. Like from a, at least going through and looking at the team, I think they could be pretty solid. Mac, what do you think of this team? Yeah, definitely a high upside team with the transfer portal. Uh, talented guy, may or maybe this is the high variance team like you're talking about in this league. I, I think this team could the low ceiling. Um, I mean, low floor, high ceiling. Uh, Lanier obviously got it going to Georgia State. Good job there in three years, but tough year last year. This this seems like a good bounce back opportunity for SMU to maybe get into that middle to uh, upper half of the league uh, in year number two. Uh, Noah, what do you make of the Mustangs with their, with their uh, NIL collective? Every player getting cash. Let's go. <laughs> I'm kind of lockstep with Matt. Oh, uh, lockstep with Mac on this episode because I, I think this team definitely provides high variance. Because uh, last year the overs were 15 and four. Uh, this is kind of doesn't really relate to my first statement, but 15 and four for the over that was second best in the American, but. On paper, this roster, like you guys have mentioned, is looks really good. The backcourt uh, with Harris, Zurich Phelps, tremendous for SMU last year, and Samuel Williamson. They averaged thirty minutes a game, nine or he averaged thirty minutes a game, nine points per game, seven rebounds. That trio of guards looks really dang good. But I question Chuck Harris. How is he going to gel into this team? Because that Butler team was anything but good. They looked excellent on paper last year. They knocked off Kansas state early on in the season and fooled us until about February. I ate shit on Butler last year. Yeah. Yeah. Just something disastrously went wrong in that program last year. So those are some reasons for me. There's only one ball and there's three studs there in the, in uh, their guard trio. Now Harris is in Dallas. He's the point guard. I have hesitations getting fully behind this SMU squad. Well, here's the thing to me. Uh, like, I want to bring this up with the next team too. There's two kind of mystery teams to me, and I think yes. these two. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, this is sure. kind of a mystery team that I think if everything goes right, they could really be a a, a problem for everybody in the AAC. Uh, the other is the South Florida Bulls to me, because yeah. I think South Florida. It's not a normal sit. I mean, yes, your coach leaves, your whole team leaves, and you see that in football and basketball all the time now. But he also brought in his team. You know, you look at at the the the, the transfers. Uh, Amir Abdul Rahim, I think that was the brother of Sharif Abdul Rahim, if memory serves me correct. Uh, he comes in after taking Kennesaw. You know, they went to the tourney, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they, yeah, they, yeah. They, beat they almost beat Xavier. Yeah. yeah I had that's right. Them yeah. in my bracket beating Xavier, yeah. and they were leading for the first thirty minutes, and then they just gave that one up. Well, the Yangling Center. It's going to be rocking. Great, great <laughs> fucking great. Good job there. That's uh, that's one that I endorse, um, but no, they lose a ton, but they, they, that that's normal. All right. And that look, the team before never could get over the hump. Uh, they go out and they bring, they bring in Chris Youngblood from Kennesaw. They bring in Brandon Stroud from Kennesaw. They bring in case and Jennings from Kennesaw. And I was super impressed by Kennesaw last year. Um, then they go out and they also add in Kobe Knox uh, from grand Canyon and uh, Jose Placer from uh, North Florida, and then Casim uh, Pryor from Northwest Florida State. All right, I just feel like this team 
bringing in some of your own guys, I think is a key to the portal these days is like, if you're going to bring in that new coach and he knows he could bring in some of his guys, I think they will be ahead of schedule, which means now what's the ceiling on this team. I don't know. Cause Kennesaw state was good, but at the same time you are jumping up a, a gigantic level in competition. Yep. Uh, it's going to be fascinating to watch this. I think a uh, fascinating. They also re- return what Corey Walker, um, they, they return a couple guys that stayed with the, with the program. I'm fascinated to watch this team. And, and I do believe, I think, I think Abdul Rahim's like the real deal as a, as a coach. So uh, Mac, what do you make of this team? No, he's definitely the real deal because he took over a Kennesaw team. That was a complete dump and went one in 28 his first year when he had no players, turned that thing in, knocked off Liberty, knocked off a really good yeah. Liberty team to get to the dance. Then we're playing Xavier. Um, I really like this team as well. I, I think this is a veteran team. He brings over his guys that know how to win. We saw Dennis Gates do this with Missouri last year, bringing over a couple guys from Cleveland state and that transferred well and uh, in, installing his culture in year number one. I think this team is a, another team that could just get up there in the top five, six in this league. And, and he, and I think he's going to win right away there in South Florida. Uh, it's gonna be fat. I really think the AAC is a lot. This league's more, loaded. More interesting than than it was yeah. a year ago because you just yeah. knew before, like, oh, Houston's gonna win this thing. You know, maybe Memphis can knock them off. But now your storylines are like, this is a fun fucking league. It's got a lot yeah. of teams that I think could could pre- present a lot of problems to each other. Uh, uh, Noah, what do you make of of the Bulls? You, you know, more more of the same for me. I love this team as well. This is my sleeper team in the American. You guys took a lot of points off my notes here that I was going to list off, but I'm, I'm, I'm a big buyer into Amir Abdur Rahim. Like I mentioned, I predicted them to beat Xavier in the tournament last year. This guy, he led Kennesaw state, the 26 wins. That was 12 more than the owls had ever won in their program history before Abdur Rahim was 21, 10 and one against the spread last season. And this looks to be a home run hire. Um, this is where I might repeat myself, but 10 scholarship, 10 new scholarship players in come into South Florida. And you, like you guys mentioned, the two uh Kennesaw State guards follow him. Those are huge, uh, pretty good shooters as well. Um, the projected starting five includes five redshirt juniors or more experienced that averaged at least 15 minutes a season ago. Add in freshman Jaden Reed. I think this is huge. He was a threat to start. I think he's going to be a threat to start day one at the point guard position. Um, Reed committed to South Florida after Mike Rhodes had left VCU to go to Penn state. So this kid's super talented in all phases of the game. And I think it says something that he might arguably get blocked out by better, more experienced guards and kept that kept away from playing time. Cause I'm, I'm quite high on this kid high on this team and Colby when it comes to the variance, like we mentioned with SMU, South Florida, I'm coming out on the negative side with SMU positive side, very positive with South Florida. They kind of remind me of each other though, as far as like mystery, t- like true t- two teams that I yeah. feel like we could either be spot on there, you know, maybe contending, you know, with a few weeks left or, you know, actually I think, uh, yeah, maybe, I don't know. I feel like SMU is more of a wild card. I think you're right there. Uh, look folks, before we get to the next team, I want to tell you the college basketball experience, AAC season previews brought to you by VEASAN. Yes. Uh, sign up now and save 40% off their football season special. When you use the promo code SGP, 
vison.com slash subscribe promo code SGP people look. And if you listen to the sports gambling podcast, which you should stack of the money, green and real money. Kramer are in a contest going head to head with other VEASAN shows. Once again, every Friday night they are on VEASAN. Uh, so check out them uh, Friday night, 9 PM Pacific, but look, they're, they're in a, a head to head uh, contest with other visa shows to see who, who's going to sell the most subscriptions. The winning show gets a thousand dollars Super Bowl future. And the best part is, is that Sean and Ryan are going to cut you in on the prize if they win. So step one, go to vison.com slash subscribe. Use that promo code SGP to sign up. Step two, go to sports gambling podcast.com slash to submit your proof of purchase. If they win, you'll get uh, to vote on what team to use. You know the the thousand dollar Super Bowl future on essentially, and if it hits, you'll get an equal piece of the action. So go to slash subscribe Use that promo code SGP. Then hop on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/vison to submit. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com and use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right. We are back talking A A C. And uh yeah, now we're jumping over. This is an interesting one to me because mm-hmm. Temple I when I was growing up, Temple was a very good school. It was a basket like very good basketball school. I can remember from whether it was Aaron McKee who just failed as a head coach there to Mark Macon to Tim Perry and, and on and on and on. Like they had guys and they would have deep runs and just they were a tough team. They were a grinded out tough team. They've kind of lost their way recently. But I thought they made they, a, they inspire for the stars. Didn't a key fail though? Like he was five hundred, a little bit better yeah, for most of this turn ten years, right? Grand Duffy, yeah. Well, based on based on when McKee played there too. When he played there, they're making the tournament every year. So um yeah, I would say uh, all due respect to Aaron McKee, I would say you failed, buddy. All right. Yeah. Um uh now interesting hire coming in, Adam uh Adam Fisher. Now I know you'd say, what is Adam Fisher? What is that? Uh, look, <laughs> he was, uh, he was at Penn state with, with uh, Micah Shrewsbury. Uh, he was also with Jimmy Laranega at Miami and he was a GA with Jay Wright back in the day. So they're going with the Jay Wright, Philadelphia hire. He's from Pennsylvania. He uh, went, he played. I mean, he, I think he went to college at Penn state. Interesting hire to me. I'm intrigued by this. I am very now. Obviously, year one, your whole team fucking left again. I feel like um, Khalif Battle, Damian Dunn, everybody, everybody left. Uh, Reynolds, um, but they were sixteen and sixteen a year ago, ten and eight in the AAC. He brings in Jordan Riley from Georgetown. He brings in Steve Settle, the third. Don't don't fuck that up. Uh, from Howard with the Bison, brings in uh, Quante Berry from Providence, Matteo. Uh, Piccarelli from UMBC, Sam Hoffman from Houston Christian. I mean, it's really hard for me to understand what this team is, but I am super intrigued with the hire. I'm super intrigued with the hire. I, where I, you know, a lot of times you see them go to the old player route. You saw it, you know, Penny Hardaway. Noah's already questioning that as a, as a coach, as a, <laughs> him as a coach. No, and that's right. That's fair. That's fair a little bit. But uh, we've seen Chris Mullen fail 
at St. John's. We saw Patrick Ewing fail at Georgetown. I saw Clyde Drexler back in the day fail at, at Houston, right? I don't always believe in that. So the McKee thing was a mystery one to me. I actually, this one, I'm way more intrigued. Of. When the McKee thing happened, I was a skeptic from the start. Uh, this one, I'm not a skeptic from the start. I'm like intrigued. I'm like, huh, maybe they got something here. Uh, what do you make of this team, Mac? So I don't think they're going to be very good this year, but I think long term they are going to be good under Fisher. I thought they did a good job building that thing at Penn State. Obviously, Shrewsbury goes over to Notre Dame. I like that he has pedigree in Philly with uh, Jay Wright at Villanova. I think that's important. You got to recruit uh, Philly if you're at Temple. Um, it, it, they're going to be completely different. Like what the, you think of Temple, you think of defense. Fisher's more of an offensive guy. So it's like you said, a philosophy shift here. I think it's going to take a year to get this thing going. This is definitely a bottom three team in the American for me. Noah, your, your thoughts on the final owls. I'm nodding my head along with Mac here. I I don't doubt Fisher's coaching specs. Yeah. Uh, Jay Wright, Jim, Jim Laranaga and Michael Shrewsbury, all great names to hit your wagon to. However, uh, the roster is underwhelming to me. The temple loses its top three scores from a year ago. They didn't bring anybody that in that blows my skirt up. Shout out to Malcolm from the MLB gambling podcast for that saying, <laughs> but it just seems like an attempt to remodel Penn state like into an American team. And they, they have half the talent with no Jalen Pickett. It, it, is temple not going to be happy with Fisher and fire him in the, in the after a middle of the road finish to the start of the season. However, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be middle of the road. I think they're bottom half. You can't win. Yeah. Yeah. And, and look, don't, don't blow up your skirt or whatever the fuck you just said, but um, you know, this Penn state he yeah. came from Penn state. I don't know what's going on. He did. Yeah, I don't know what the hell's yeah. going on over there, but uh Look, let's move along and talk about a team that I'm excited about, the Tulane Green Wave. Uh, I think Tide turning, I, see, as I remember, I was raised in the desert, but tides kind of turn. It's easy to see a tide turn. Uh, did I say those words? Did I say I'm excited for Tulane? Did I say those words? No, but I am. They got my guy, Ron L. Ron Hunter, I call him. L. Ron Hunter. Uh, and uh, look, he loses Jalen Cook, who was a fucking stud for Tulane last year. And he he's got Tulane better, man. Twenty wins, twelve in the AAC last year. Uh, however, you gotta wonder. Like, uh, uh, first off, you gotta be delighted. No more Houston. All right, you gotta think. Okay, Houston always gave them fits, like anybody, but well, specifically Tulane. Specifically <laughs> Tulane. Uh, they go out and they get Colby King from St. John's. They get Asher Woods from VMI. They get Jordan Wood from Howard. They get Greg Glenn the third from Michigan, and they return a couple guys that I I like mainly uh, Jalen Forbes and Kevin Cross. I think this is like to me one of the more exciting teams to me. So give me Elron Hubbard, uh, Elron uh, Ron Hunter. I'm sorry, Elron Hunter to uh, you know make some noise here as as a team that I think is going to be. A fun watch. I'm telling you, the AAC this year is gonna be fucking fun. I think this team, I think this team could be a top three or four team. It's a potential, you know. Uh, Mac, what do you make of uh, L. Ron Hunter's squad? Well, I can guarantee one thing: they're gonna be entertaining. They were uh, at the top of tempo last year. Played fast as shit. Uh, this this is gonna be a fun team this year. I think top four or five team as well. Ron Hunter's a proven winner. Brings back a lot of pieces. I know they lost Cook, but man, 
I, I think this team could challenge for the league, to be honest. I, I think it, I think they're going to be good at home. It's a tough place to travel down there to New Orleans. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm high on this team too, man. Yeah. Noah, uh, I know we got to speed it up a little bit here, but Noah, what do you, what do you make of the green wave? Dude, I, I told you, I, maybe it was last episode, I really like regular season front courts, and this one might be the best in the American. Uh, all, all three of them, from the three to the four to the five, all have averaged 32 minutes or more uh, so far for Tulane and Ron Hunter, and they all come back. They're all juniors and seniors. The biggest, most important piece to this team is Colby King, the fr- uh, the uh, transfer in from St. John's. Mm-hmm. He's got to step into Cook's role um, and just create offense, distribute it to the front court, let them take care of what they need to, because this team can really do some damage if he pans out. Yeah, uh, I agree. I'm fascinated by watching them. Let's talk about the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. Eric Conkle had done such a great job at La Tech. Year one in Tulsa. Whew. Um, yeah. Uh, he brings in a bunch of his guys though from La Tech. So, you know what? This team sucks ass. Let me call some people that I know might be able to play basketball. Kobe Williams, Keiston Willis coming in. Uh, sure. He lost Sam Griffin and, uh, and also Bryant Celebin sell a bag. Sell a bag. I think bang. I don't fucking know. Um, they lose a lot, but like I said, if you only won five games a year ago, get the fuck out. I would say Isaiah Barnes also comes in from Michigan. PJ Haggerty from TCU. Chauncey Gibson from Clemson, Muhammad Keita from St. John's. They're, they're spending some money. I feel like bringing in some of these names. Uh, This team, I think is going to take a big jump this year. I think they're going to be, I mean, when I say big, I'm saying like, I think they will be closer to 500. Um, I still don't think this is one of the better teams in the conference. But I am fascinated to watch, uh, you know, it work out for Conkle and see how year two does. See the progression from year one to year two. Mac, your thoughts on the gold, the very golden hurricane. It may be the worst against a spread team of all time. Yes. Finished four and fucking twenty-four. <laughs> That's not a typo. Uh, yeah. This team was god awful last year. But yeah, you mentioned he brings in his guys. Conkle was really good at Louisiana Tech for seven years. And another mystery team that's got high variance, yeah. kind of like SMU in South Florida. So interested to see this team uh, progress throughout the year. Well, you got to think that they're, they're probably going to be able to jump just in year yeah. two. Like, I'm not saying, like I said, like to me, a, if you're a Tulsa golden hurricane fan, you can, if you go 500, you're pleased with the success of that, of that jump from yeah. five wins to that. I think they're going to be a double digit win team. I don't think they're going to be just complete shit this year, especially yeah. you add in like Charlotte and UTSA. And I even think like the game against rice, I don't feel like super confident in, in rice until I see rice be more consistently good. Um, but uh, I, I think they're going to be fun to watch. Noah, what do you, what do you think? Yeah. I'm kind of with the chat here. Uh, <laughs> Tulsa returns 3.9% of that's the a good thing. TV, that's TV a good day. thing. It's a, it yeah. is a good thing. Cause this yeah. team probably appeared on the dumpster oh, fire graphic yeah. the most last year. Oh, um, <laughs> they <were laughs> so, terrible. yeah, they lost 19 of their final 20 games. So they bring in 11 new scholarship players. Um, the three or four major conference transfers here, uh, six, seven, Isaiah Barnes from Michigan, six, three, PJ Haggerty from TCU, six, five, Chauncey Gibson from Clemson. The the three lengthy wing defenders are all kind of, I, I would label them as dart throws. If they hit, that's wonderful. That's all you can ask for the dream scenario. 
is that you have the big ass center from Washington state coming in. He's like seven foot. I think, let me pull up. I'm pulling up the almanac here. It is, um, Scion. No, uh, I, I can't find it right now, but two, three or four of those power conference transfers, their center from Washington state. If they can hit on two of them, I think that's wonderful. And I think you probably win 10, 12 games like Colby's saying. So yeah, I think, I think Tulsa is going to be better, but not a high ceiling. Yeah. Uh, all right. We jump over to UAB. We got to speed this up guys. We, 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 we have a heart out SGP shows coming up next. Okay. UAB <laughs> blazers, Andy Kennedy, um, jelly Walker's gone. Uh, not only that J- J- Trey Jemison gone, uh, KJ Buffin gone, uh, Ladarius Brewer gone, uh, Tyron Brewer gone. They're kind of like Ole Miss to me. They go out and get all these fucking transfers that are studs. Well, you know, they, they bring in uh, James white from Ole Miss, Daniel Ortiz from North Alabama with the lions, uh, Barry Dunning from Arkansas, Will Shaver from North Carolina, you bring in a couple other guys from salt Lake uh, Vasquez, Alejandro Vasquez, Vasquez is, uh, they just bring in a shit ton of guys. All right, I'm not going to go through every Arizona Western getting on the map with, uh, with them. Uh, look, I'm always fascinated by the team, the style of ball they play. I think I, th- I really believe Andy Kennedy does a good job. I think the UAB teams were tournament caliber teams that didn't get in sometimes. And I think they're going to be a, this is this conference is going to be a bundle of fun. I think they're going to be in the, the contention for the top five teams in the conference. And you know, it's going to be fascinating watching them on the, you know, jump up and take on the likes of Tulane. And then how about the, the, like them against ECU or something, the cult, like the difference in style. It was almost like North Texas when they played them. Uh, It's going to be fascinating to watch, but uh, Mac, what do you think of of the the Blazers there? I love this team and I know expectations are going to be low. Everybody thinks jelly Walker's gone. Jameson's gone, but man, Eric Gaines going to step up. We've seen Andy Kennedy with the portal. Uh, the junior college guys, their junior college guys are bringing in are unbelievable. He won nine out of nine out of 12 years at Ole Miss. He won 20 or more games. They haven't won 20 games since trust the culture. UAB will be a top four team in this league. Uh, Noah, I'm going to keep it short and simple. Just like Mac did. Um, if you're looking for a, a jelly Walker type player on UAB, even though he's gone, it's Eric Gaines. Um, he was excellent defensively too. Whereas I don't know if jelly was all always there on the defensive side of the ball. So it was not. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so UAB, I think they're going to be good again, going with Mac. I trust the coaching and the culture because I think that's going to play huge in the American conference this year. Yeah. Next up, we get to the road runners. They suck next. Um, no, uh, <laughs> UTSA. Um, look, I mean, I want to, I, I hope they overachieve, but they were four and 16 in the CUSA last year, 10 and 22 overall. Steve Henson's eighth year here. The whole team is transfers mostly yeah. like Juke. I mean like D two and Juco transfers. I got no idea what to make of this team. Um, I mean, their whole starting five is players that were not with projected starting five are players that were not with the program last year. I got them finishing dead last in the AAC guys, Mac. What do you make of the Roadrunners? Meep meep. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately I like Steve Henson, but this is the worst team in the league. Um, I, I, it's hard to point out anything positive. Uh, they're probably going to finish last. 
Uh, Noah, I know you said UTSA is where uh, you want to retire in San Antonio, Texas, and help build up this program. But uh, what do you make of the Roadrunners? Yeah, Henson's got his work cut out for him. Not only was the team four and sixteen in Conference USA, his team takes a step up to the American. Yeah. Um. So ten new scholarship players this summer. Hopefully, it's addition by subtraction. But they returned eight point eight percent of their scoring from last year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's jump on over and talk about Wichita state. The shockers. Oh man. You know, I've, I've been a Wichita state fan for a long time, so I enjoy this team. They haven't been as, as good as I wanted them to be. You know, years ago they were fucking fire. I was on them when they made that run to the final four. Uh, they go out and hire Paul mills. I think we all think that was a really good hire. Um, but they did lose with 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 a coaching hire. You lose, you know, four four guys that averaged double figures uh, a year ago, and that's always that's always concerning. Um, but at the same time, they were very active in the portal. Brought in Colby Rogers from Siena, uh, Jacob Germany from UTSA, right there in, in conference. Harlan Beverly from the Miami Hurricanes, Bijan Cortez from the Oklahoma Sooners, Dalen. Rignall from uh, the Bears of Missouri State, Ronnie DeGray from Mizzou. I mean, they they were able to hang on to uh, Kenny uh, Poto. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm fascinated by this team. I you know uh, they were 17, 15 years ago. I feel like they were on certain days they were fucking good, and certain days they were a mess. But I mean, I, they have a great home home court edge. I feel like better than a lot of the teams in the conference. I, 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 I'm fascinated. I, I think they could be, I throw them in the SMU South Florida bin. Uh, Mac, what do you make of this team? I, I think South Florida is a good comp here. And I, I like Paul mills, but it took him a minute to get it going at oral Roberts struggled the first couple of years. I think it may take a year just to get it to where ultimately Wichita will be, but he he's taken over a situation that needed a, needs a little bit of a rebuild. Um, I think it takes a little bit, but I mean, their home court's awesome. So I'll look to back them at home. Yeah, Noah, what do you make of them? Yeah, I'm gonna hesitate to lose money on Wichita State early. I want to see Paul Mills do have a, a legit elite offensive team without Max Asmus on it. Uh, he's yeah. coached really good shooters. This Wichita State team was not very good offensively last year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be fat. This conference is going to be a bundle of fun. All right. And that gets us. We got to get out of here, but before we get out of here, I want to give you my order. I'll start in the basement and let's go from worst to first UTSA finishes 14th temple finishes 13th Charlotte finishes 12th Tulsa finishes 11th. Uh, I have the rice owls coming in at number 10 at number nine. I have Wichita state at number eight. I have the two lane green wave at number seven S M U at number six, South Florida at number five, North Texas at number four. UAB at number three, Florida Atlantic at number two, Memphis at number one, ECU. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Play the music. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Mac, hit me with your order. Yeah, here we go. I uh, 14, I got UTSA meet me 13, Tulsa 12, temple Charlotte, the clit at 11. Uh, I got Wichita at, uh, sorry, I got rice at 10. I got Wichita at nine. I got the SMU Mustangs at eight South Florida at seven at six. I got the mean green at five. I got Tulane at four. I got East Carolina at three. I got, I went back and forth on this one. I'll go Memphis just because of high variance Two UAB and Andy Kennedy in the culture. And I'll go chalk. I'll go with the who, who the owls get it done. Uh, ultimately in uh, the new American conference. Noah. And look, I'm excited about that. You gave me fourth. I'll take that. Cause fourth might be able oh, to yeah. get you fourth I could like get ECU, you in man. maybe to the, to, no to the big dance. All right. I'm already dancing yeah. over here. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? Noah? This is going to be such a fun conference this year. 14 UTSA, 13 Tulsa, 12 temple, 11 Charlotte, 10 SMU, nine rice, eight, Wichita state, seven, North Texas, six, East Carolina, five, South Florida, four UAB, three Memphis, two Tulane, one Florida Atlantic. Call me Patty C. Cause my sleeper team is <laughs> South Florida, baby. Yeah. Let's go through it. Let's go through our sleeper team. Yeah. You are <laughs> going with the Patty C route. Like yes. Patty C baby. Yeah. Uh, uh, do your tournament champ change from your regular season champ? So ECU uh, wins the regular season loses in the tournament. Cause they don't have the home edge. Uh, uh, so they still make the, the, the big dance and we're dancing. Um, but uh, in the end, in, in the uh, AAC tournament, uh, I will take, yeah, I think it is going to be a different one. This is where I will take FA FAU to get, to get that done. I think uh, this is where you take that high variance AAC team. Cause they might win three games in a row and win it. That's uh, true. If you're an FAU fan, you probably don't want them to win. Yeah, yeah. You Memphis probably want FAU yeah. final in the tournament. You, you, you probably want uh, you know SMU, South Florida. <laughs> you know, one of those squads. Uh, what Mac? What are you doing there? Is the, uh, the the who wins the tournament? So I'll go FAU to win the regular season, and Memphis wins the tournament. Memphis always seems to be really good in that tournament. Uh, if I got to give out a sleeper team, I'm gonna go South Florida. The Bulls, man. I really like uh, Raheem out of. Uh, out of uh, Kennesaw. Kennesaw. Yeah. yeah. I, I drew a blank there. I I'm like Patty C. <laughs> yeah. And, and the ECU disrespect is real with Noah. That's why he's not welcome on the next show. Um, they're but, too good uh, to be a sleeper. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They can't be a sleeper if they're projected number one for me. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. no, but I mean, uh, look, if, yeah, if, if, if they qualify as a sleeper, I'm taking ECU. If not, yeah. If not, you know, just to be different. Cause you, you, you squares are both going South Florida. <laughs> uh, I will say the two lane green wave and L Ron Hunter. Let's fucking go folks. What's just, your bus team real quick. Uh, Who are okay. you negative on? I'm on SMU. I think it's a bust. I don't even know oh. how much are they really projected? I'll say like, uh, well, I got them 10th. Is that a bust? Wichita, Wichita and you're number one. That might make sense. I'll join you on yeah. that. Wichita, even though I like them, I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping right, I'm I'll wrong. Do Temple then. Okay, that works. <laughs> they suck. Yeah, yeah. That, that works. <laughs> Folks, subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. We're just getting started previewing every conference. All right. Uh, so give give everyone a follow. Uh, look, Noah's on Twitter at Noah B seven seven. Is there a uh, is that that's it's the, an underscore after, underscore? Okay, it's a little bit simpler than the last one. <laughs> uh, Chad G, trying to hate on ECU. All right, 
Uh, but give Moneyline Mac a f- subscribe to the Big Twelve Experience. Give them a follow on on Twitter. Also, Moneyline underscore Mac. Obviously, they they're covering everything Big Twelve. All right, so they 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 fucking they're already covering uh you know game of badminton going on in the Big Twelve. Uh. <laughs> I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. The college basketball experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Stick around, Sports Gambling Podcast coming on next. Talk at college football. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast as well, and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel right now. Everyone, everyone watching this, like this, like it right now, and uh, subscribe. YouTube.com/slash the College Experience. All right, folks. Until next time. Uh, look, I mean, well, first. I also host the college football experience. Subscribe. I also host the FCS college football experience. Subscribe. Uh, Noah Beanick and myself do the college baseball experience. Subscribe. But like I said, the big 12 experience, it's the big 12. Get over there and subscribe. And uh, what else do I want to say here? Let's uh, the, the discord come talk college hoops with us in the discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. Once again, sports gambling podcast.com slash Discord and uh, also get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. And until next time, folks, this is the college basketball experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Get ripped apart. Save the cookie cutter mother for 106 apart. Huh? Guzz of your liquor will I sip your heart. You never dumb it down, dog. If you're smart, I throw out a couple of lines. Biters are quick to cross. This you give on a dick to lie. Piss you off. It goes tits and bras, lips and jaws. I use my common sense to see the bitch and all. Good thing you got the market corner. Kids and malls. Grip the rag rapid as you slip and fall off. Another career spear. Thanks for trying to block. You get an A for effort and an F for shut the fuck. Up. Here's a hint. Put down the mic, you catch a glimpse. And keep them eyes wide when you see me. Mike's I see them. So when you see him, you got a good reason to look. Catch a glimpse. A lot of these heads need to improve the improv. Talent's not a program. You download the install. Quality spread through hard work, no involved. My peers respect me cause I'm genuinely involved Beyond gathering names to build up my money list You decide, friendships and pounds and suicide and bloody risk Come equipped or leave empty handed They don't call me C's for nothing See the camera? Smile, click Here comes the picture, you act like a child Manhood don't fit ya, I'll break your whole style Down to a bumper sticker, I never need a gun to lift